You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside my brother Chris, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Please go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook or Raycon. We appreciate them for being our sponsors of this episode of this podcast and all of THPN Dallas go into the game three tonight against the Seattle Kraken in round two of the 2023 playoffs. And they lay a goose egg. They lose by a final score of seven to two Christian. And I'll just be totally honest. And I really don't even care if, if people say anything about this, but I did not watch the third period. I absolutely did not watch the third period. It wasn't worth it. And the team gave me nothing at all in the second period to believe that there might have been some sort of comeback. So I, I didn't watch the third period, and that's probably the first time I've done all season. Chris, yeah. w- w- what's your thoughts for from this game? Well, that was lame of you to do, first of all. Um, I, I but agree, th- but I don't care. I really That don't was care. the worst goaltending we've had in a single game the entire season. I mean, both netminders were terrible. You look in the second period, the Stars' expected goals in the second period was actually substantially higher than the Seattle Krakens. Um, the last three goals in the second period are awful. I mean, they have to be stopped, especially especially the, the fifth one. I mean, what is it? the fourth and the fifth one? I'm going to say both of those are... It's a, it, Otter passes it to Tolvanen. <laughs> he passed it with his blocker. So, I, I don't know. It... It was total outplay by Grubauer. Grubauer was fantastic. Stars had a lot of chances to score, and they only scored twice tonight because of how good Grubauer was. Um, but if you're going to get goaltending like that, you're not going to win any games. That was terrible. The the Kraken scored five goals on eight shots in the second period. Stars outshot them by more than twice as much. And uh, you want to tell everybody that expected goals stat that you texted the group chat, the family group chat? Uh, Yeah, at least, when did I send that? I don't know when I sent it, but I think it was at some point in the third period. The expected goals for the Seattle Kraken was 2.2. They actually had six. <laughs> that and, was before the seventh goal. And this goes back to the fact that the Stars have not seen Ottinger play well at all this this series, I would argue. He, he hasn't been very good. And the the other thing that, was obviously the turning point in the game. We saw, I mean, we've talked about turning points this playoffs in multiple different games. I mean, where is, and this is my biggest takeaway from this team, is where is the freaking pushback here? I understand that Miro is your best player, and you can feel bad about yourselves that this that you lost your best player for the remainder of the game. But for goodness sake, somebody play freaking hockey. I swear, it wasn't just Ottinger. 
it was like, oh, we're going to feel bad for ourselves because we lost our best player. I mean, pick up your freaking pants and start playing hockey. This is the playoffs. This is probably your best chance to win the Stanley Cup in years. You have everything you need, and and you're going to lay it at goose egg like that? Crap in your pants because one player goes down? Again, I understand it's Miro Haskinen. Who cares? You're in the playoffs in the second round against a team that you should beat. You have more skill. And nobody showed up. The defense was absolutely atrocious. Miller absolutely sucked tonight. Hockenpah on numerous occasions. Oh, congratulations. He got a goal. Big whoop. Just completely out of position multiple times. The fact that Ottinger can't save a beach ball tonight is frustrating. And then the other deal is, is we didn't have any kind of pushback. I, I mean, where, where was it? Have some pride. Golly, I'm hacked off. Sorry, but I mean, that, that's my biggest takeaway is the fact that the, the stars didn't seem to care. I'm going to disagree with that. I mean, the second period, the stars had how many shots did they have in the second period? Uh, it's 17 shots. They were trying to push back. I mean, you can't do anything when every single shot goes in. They scored on four out of five shots at one point in the second period. What are you supposed to do? You can't do anything at that point. It, it, if the goalie's not going to stop anything, there's there's no there's no helping. He should have been pulled in the second period. We played a worse game in game one, and we could have, should have won that game. So, I mean... I really just think that we're going to chalk this up to goaltending. Otter's going to do what he does whenever he loses a game and gets pulled, and he's going to come back and play fantastic. Um, but we said that last game, too, that he loves playing on the road, and he totally didn't show up. So we could talk about whatever you want to on the on the team side. I just think when, the, when they have a goaltending performance that awful, there's not much you can take away. Well, the other thing was, was special teams. I mean, the the things that the Stars have been good in, like all season, in one game was just sucked. I mean, goaltending is something that we normally can rely upon, whether it was Wedgwood or Ottinger for the most part. Now, Ottinger obviously was the better of the two, but we, we could rely on both of them for getting at least, you know, decent goaltending from Wedgwood and pretty good goaltending from Ottinger. We got neither one tonight. And then on the on the special team side, just power play is non-existent. I mean, we had opportunities to where we could have scored goals, and I mean, and we just didn't do it. I mean, I'm gonna disagree with that again. The first power play was fantastic. Four shots on goal, all grade A chances. Grubauer just stood on his head. Chris, it, was it, it, it doesn't matter. Did they score? Tell me right now. The did game they score? was already five to one. Did they score on they any of their stuff? It doesn't matter. The game yes, was over can. because there was no goaltending. In today's NHL, a, a three-goal lead can very easily disappear. And it was we have a seen five-goal lead. Okay, but the Stars have done it before, and they do no. nothing with any of their opportunities. No, I, and, I, and then wait, when you get when you get a, a, lit, a little bit of a smidgen of hope where it may look like, oh, the Stars can do something, then the, the power play ends, and then the other team you know gets a goal at the end of the second period. And then when it was at least a three-goal lead, and then you have a power play to begin the third period, and not only is it killed off, but you 
it's well actually it's not only killed off but they score a, a shorthanded goal on top of that yeah and that's just oh and not to mention and not to mention just to uh put a dagger into the heart of the stars fans but they score a power play goal that this, the kraken don't even go back to the bench for the the fist bump line it was ridiculous so yeah it, it's just hard for me to get any takeaways when you have two goaltenders that were sub 800 on save percentage I think Otter was almost sub 700. Yeah, 706 save percentage for Otter tonight. And that is now twice in four games that Ottinger has given up four or more goals. And no, three games. Three, three games. games. Uh, that's even worse. And he did it twice during the regular season where he gave up four goals in a period. And he did five tonight. So... I mean, I, I really don't know what else to talk about, Chris, because you're you're, you're kind of right. It, it's just the we didn't get any kind of performance out of Ottinger, like anything. He he wasn't even below average. He was sucky, and there was no pushback from the team whatsoever. I, I know you're talking about well, it's hard to get takeaways from the rest of the team when, which you're partially right about, but they didn't score any goals. They scored two, whoop-de-dang-doo, and one of them was yeah. completely useless. Yeah, we can talk about Jason Robertson. That dude and, and we need was to. really bad tonight. I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even just offensive zone. He wasn't noticeable. It was he, he couldn't play defense. He couldn't make a pass. Every time the puck came to him in the defensive zone, we were trying to break out. It was He made the wrong decision. <laughs> you think after however many games he's played now, he would have figured something out in the playoffs. He's got to find some other way to play. And it just feels like he's just skating around right now. It, it's really not good at all. And he had a couple of chances in the second period where he, he where he had a step and he, he could have made a shot and maybe get the stars going. And again, nothing. So, and does he, is he still stuck on seven points? I don't know. I have, I have no idea to be honest with you, but again, it's, it's just the five on five play. And, it, I mean, it really is. Dallas didn't show up tonight, and I guess more specifically, Ottinger didn't show up tonight. And then when the game was already lost, that or it was just four to nothing. When you, you at least, and like I know at one point it was like three to nothing, four to nothing, but there was still time in the game where they could have at least fought back and made it a game. That's all I was asking them to do. And they didn't even they didn't even try to make it a game, Chris. I'm sorry. I know you're talking about the shots on goal and everything, but th there was seriously no pushback from the stars. They, they got the Mason Marchment chance. They had a really good power play going, and the first shot on goal went in right after that. That that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter because we had the pushback. We pushed in the second period. Marchment scored. We got the power play. It was a great power play, and the first one goes in. The first shot. That's just, that's nothing. That's not a thing. So uh, really the only takeaway for me tonight is that you, you can't lose more than one game at a time in the series. So it's still two to one in the series. We are right where we were last series as well. Um, three pretty crappy games, <laughs> I'd say for the Stars. Game two, we played very well, demolished them. Somehow this game, we only scored four goals, but whatever. Uh, game three, just like in last series, we get destroyed, especially destroyed this time. The only difference here is the the big storyline of Otter being very bad comes out of it, which is very scary. Um, 
I think he'll bounce back from it. We always talk about his mental game. It's really going to get tested now. Let's see how strong that mental really is. Miro not coming back for the third period, is that purely just the fact that it was a lost game and you're not going to take a chance with Miro getting hurt, or should we be worried about him and his status for Game 4? I am 90% sure that he will be back for Game 4. Um, he obviously got his face cut. He obviously had several stitches. Um, I'm guessing they just don't want to risk him going back out there and reopening the wound somehow. Maybe they didn't have the right cage or whatever he needed to play. Um, but we'll see him in game four, probably wearing a big old bubble. Hey guys, this is Ryan here. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank account somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or a dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, and without breaking the bank. If you were to lose your Raycon earbuds, they're not as expensive as some other earbuds out there that I'm not going to name. So you don't have to feel bad about them as much when you do lose them. So they are on the cheaper side and they're also great, great quality. Raycon's mission, however, is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there, and you know who I'm talking about. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy-now-pay-later options, and right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping as well. And here's the best thing. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. That's how you know you're getting a really good quality product. Some of the other features on these earbuds are just absolutely incredible. I love the noise isolation because with three kids, sometimes it's just nice to escape the world for just a second and not worry about anything else that is going on. Although my wife would probably say that's not a good thing. But anyways, the other thing that I really like about these is they have custom gel tips as well. And with my ears, how they are, I have very small, tiny, itty-bitty, like, elf ears. So it's very hard for me to find, like, gel tips that actually fit well but these do and it's fantastic i love it go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15 percent off buyraycon.com slash thpn Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. I'm going to be paying close attention to the lines and odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars series, obviously. But I'm also looking forward to the Carolina Hurricanes and the New Jersey Devils series as well. Canes is kind of like my second team, I'll, I'll be honest. I like them a lot. But 
Anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. And for anyone that says that Jason Robertson is the most important Dallas Stars player on this team or Jay Cottinger, look at what happened tonight and tell me that Mayor Hayskinen is not the most important Dallas Star player on this roster. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it's it, they literally looked deflated as soon as he exited the game. I thought they were playing okay. I really did. I thought they were okay. I didn't feel like they were getting to their game as, I mean, as much as they were in game two, but they, they just look completely and totally deflated. And this goes back to what we talked about with Joey from the Kraken pod, Chris, is that if, if Miro Haskinen is not in the conversation for this series or for the rest of the playoffs, the Stars stand no chance against any team because of how many holes are in our defensive core. Just my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we had every... Every defenseman except for Haskinen, obviously, had about 20 minutes tonight, which obviously you don't want that. So, And it showed some holes, too. I mean, Harley had, looked really bad at some points, but he's looked really good the entire series. Um, there was that one pinch but, in the second period that led to a two-on-one, and yeah. Yeah. Miller, obviously, we've already talked about him, but yeah. Everyone looked especially bad whenever Haskinen's not on the ice. I do. I, I really like Colin Miller's game sometimes. When he, when he plays well, he plays well. And and he's actually a huge a, a huge deal for Dallas, too, when he can use that slap shot of his. I mean, it's enormous. But the, the fact is, is that when he's not on his game and he's a defensive liability, it's just really frustrating. It's it really, kind of really reminds me of what Harley was a few years ago. I mean, he, he'd make these crazy cool offensive plays and then he'd make the dumbest pass you've ever seen in your entire life. So that's the way I look at it. So let's let's think of DEFCON 0 here, Chris. Let's assume that Miro Haskinen is not going to be able to play for Game 4, and we're just all freaking out, and we don't know what to do. Who is... I don't think there is a number one defenseman for this team at that point. Uh what do you do with the with the defensive pairings? Throw Hanley in there and see what happens. I mean, honestly, at that point, we're hoping that Otter steals game four. That's the only chance you really have if Haskin is not in, to be honest. But I'm 90% sure he'll be back. I hope you're right. Because, I mean, I mean, all the defensemen at some point looked really shaky tonight. Even Lindell. And, and Essa has not had a good series. I mean, game one... Was I mean we talked about it extensively in game one with how bad he was with Akinpah. Uh 
he was okay in game two, didn't really notice anything, but still had some issues with the Kraken forecheck in the first period, and they were able to turn it around in the second and third and dominate it. But in in the game tonight again, he if Haskinen is out, he's the one I'm looking at. He's got to step up. He has to step up, and he's got to be playing better than he has been because he's been around this team longer than anybody. He gets paid like it. He gets $5.5 million. It's not Suter. It's not Hawk and Paul. It's not going to be Harley. Okay? I mean, and, and Miller is a fringe NHL defenseman right now in the playoffs with the way that he's playing. So he's going to have to step step it up. I mean, there are numerous players that need to step it up on this team right now. I'm not even going to mention Ottinger in this sentence because he has stepped up in in games. Where is Miro? Where is Jamie Ben? Well, Miro was in the dressing room. Or sorry, <laughs> where is Essa Lindell? Sorry, there where is go. Essa Lindell? Where's Robertson? Where's Ben in all of this? They're just guys that we need to step up and have not stepped up. So that's 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 kind of where I'm at, Chris. Sorry. Yep. To, okay. to the bright side, this is exactly where we were. So hopefully we can turn around and win three in, a row, three in a row like we did last time. There's no reason that we can't. We saw in game two, we have every capability to beat this team and beat them handily. And even We have even way more game, skill than this team. Even in this game, their forecheck was probably their, their biggest asset. The first period, we were breaking out of their forecheck pretty easily. The only Fine. chances they got were from giveaways by our defensemen. Right. So... That's not even an issue for us anymore. And that was our biggest issue game one. And we figured it out. And that's not a problem anymore. And it, it just sucks to not even have a chance tonight. So we'll, we'll come back game four. You just got to split it. Get back to Dallas. Get home ice back. We'll see what happens. Was there anybody that looked good to you? Ardell saying that he thought uh, Dadanoff had a pretty good game tonight, which I agree. He, he looked He looked pretty good. I was going to say Dodonov, he was fantastic. He's looked fantastic all playoffs. I mean, he's he's the real Michael Roffel this year. <laughs> <laughs> Last question and then and then we'll talk about the the elephant in the room obviously, Chris. Um do you take Pavelski and put him on the top line? I think you I I think Maybe. you need to consider it. Yeah, that's definitely something to consider now after after a terrible loss like that. Just something to shake shake it up. I mean, you got to find something to get out of whatever tonight was. I still don't think it's a coincidence that Robertson is not playing well and he has yet to play even five shifts with Joe Pavelski this this postseason. So I hope so. That's just that's just what I think. So I disagree, but I hope so. I hope so too. Okay, um, and then. Uh, kind of get into a tough topic here there's 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 not uh an an easy way to to discuss this um so around 3 40 p.m yesterday uh there was a very sad event that happened at the allen outlets mall and unfortunately eight members of the human race lost their life uh, to a very senseless act. And uh, what Chris and I would like to do tonight is just to send out our prayers, our condolences to those who were affected. Uh, 
the the members of the family that have to deal with the the loss of life in their their family uh i i can i can never understand the the grief that some of these families have to go through and while the rest of the world the rest of the country kind of for lack of a better term gets over it and they continue on with their lives there's a lot of these families that are not going to be able to do that and they have to find some way to do it so uh we just we just want to say uh we love y'all for the to those families that are have lost family members and uh our prayers are definitely with you uh this evening um we don't want to mention his name but we do want to acknowledge uh that there actually was a member of the Farmersville community who was one of the eight that was uh, killed in the in in the shooting yesterday. So, um, especially for for us, this hits pretty close, like literally hits close to home. the 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 gentleman who who passed away what was we knew him, but we weren't like super close to him or anything like that. But still we we would just we just want to pray for that family especially in our little farmersville community so um uh chris I, it's not a fun topic to talk about but i i still feel like we need to talk about it um uh, what what was your thoughts when you when you first heard about this or or what do you want to say on on this topic and then we'll we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up for tonight yep nothing that you haven't said already just our prayers are with them and we're saddened to hear it and uh, we just seriously, I, I just don't know what else to say. Um, we, we've got some problems in our society, unfortunately. And uh, I would say that I would like to know that I think I have the solution to it, but I don't think anybody has the answers right now. So, but what we need to really focus on is those families and pray for them as they go through their grief. Anyways, guys, we appreciate y'all, and I know it's a hard way to end a podcast, but uh, we do appreciate y'all listening to us. And as always, along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. Please say a special prayer for uh, the family members who lost a loved one recently with the Allen shooting. We love you guys, and we will see you guys again on Tuesday night for Game 4. See you guys later.